views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, I want to super duper welcome you, super duper welcome you. Boy, I got to adjust my little mic there. I had that very, very close. So I hope I didn't scare everybody with that just like, hi, how are you thing? Hello, Mr. Benny. How you doing? I'd be good. I'd be good. Yeah, boy, I'll tell you, powerful, powerful radio today. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy, powerful radio. And, you know, for those of you out there that are thinking, what was that show? Well, Honestly, you missed a very incredible event I got to moderate the other night. And so I just want to say to everybody, you saw and heard how you can find out more. Please go ahead and do that. Um, it's, uh, it's rather interesting to be me some days, Benny. As Benny will tell you, yeah, it's interesting to be her. Um, and I often wonder, how did I get from being this kid growing up in the Bronx in New York didn't think I would literally get out of the Bronx at all, had no idea about a future, had no idea about, you know, much about anything, actually. And, um, and to be in such incredible gratitude for my life and where I am today and for those of you out there is really a blessing. It is a blessing that I get to chat with all of you. It's a blessing I get to hang out with Benny on a regular occasion. It's a blessing that I get to speak with the people I get to speak with. And today's hour is no different than that. You know, so I'm so thrilled, you know, for those of you out there that looked at the newsletter and saw what today's show was about, what you discovered is I get to hang out with people that for whatever reason in their lives got to say yes to what was calling them forward. You know, Katika Go is my very special guest today and joining me on the show because we have a conversation that is calling to be had. And so as the author of The Multidimensional Traveler, as the author of this book that's about finding togetherness or how I learned to break the rules of physics and sojourn across dimensions and time. You know, what I love about this is when I first started doing this, Benny, you know, about, well, I don't know, it was about 13 years ago. Now, I keep saying 12, but somebody pointed out the other day it's not 12 anymore. It's actually 13, Pat. Um, what happened when, you, you know, I started this journey? Um, it wasn't really, we weren't really in a world where we can have provocative conversations, forward-looking conversations, adventurous conversations, talking about 
what it means to step out into the world with a philosophy, a philosophy about multidimensionally traveling. And so today it is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful to be able to have someone that is not only going to share, you know, the story of what the journey is like, but is also generously going to gift copies of this incredible book away to all of you. So, you know, thank you all for whatever you've done to help us attract some of the most incredible people on the planet, people that, you know, have groundbreaking, groundbreakingly step forward in their lives. It's so great. So great. Katika, it's so great to have you joining me on the show today. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me, Dr. Pat. You know, uh, we started this some um, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, as I said earlier, um, and kind of started this in a way that wasn't planned, right? You know, I went back to school. I thought I was going to be doing this and that. And boy, I didn't. And by dialing a wrong phone number, I got to be at a point in time where my life got changed. And so it is, a, you know, it's in great gratitude today that I get to have this conversation with you because you apparently have said yes to a life uh, as you captured in this book. And I would love, love, love for our listeners to find out from you, you know, what multidimensional traveling is like and, and what's happened to you along the way to discovering this. Absolutely. <clears throat> Multidimensional traveling is actually something that is incredibly natural, as natural as us actually breathing right now. It is an ability that each and every one of us actually have, since our true essence is that of the energetic. Multidimensional traveling is something that is actually incredibly natural. I mean, currently in our time, we think we still see it. Some people still rather see it as um, more of a you know, a taboo subject or that it's mm. rather mysticism, but actually even civilizations in the past from the artworks that have been particularly shown and have been found in various ancient sites, it has been shown that multidimensional traveling was most certainly a normalcy. And this is how I see it too, that in fact, utilizing the energetic body is going to be something that is of a normalcy for individuals in the coming future. And this book will assist you in uplifting um, your own personal vibrational frequency, your own personal vibrations that will enable you to travel multidimensionally, that will open also your mind to the various possibili possibilities within our mm -hmm. universe. And, you know, I want to talk with you a little bit about a couple of things you say in the book, which is really beautiful. Many people, you know, uh, if we'd have had this conversation, when I first started this, people would be like, oh, I, I never heard that before. What does that really mean? But now we are now creating a new mainstream where conversations like the one you and I are having are not odd anymore. You know, and I want to talk to you a little bit about this because, you know, we now seeing in our pop culture here in the US, films, movies, television series, short films, you know, indie films that are breaching the edge of things like this. Conversations that people have uh, where we're embracing the possibilities of this. So I wanted to ask you about 
you know, this idea of awakening, because you talk about awakening in the book. And, and I wanted to talk with you about what that has come to mean to you, because I think we all want to have these awakenings. I really do. And I'd love to hear your view about that. I think an awakening mostly has to do with being really open-minded to the various possibilities and also not being not seeing yourself as the sole center of the universe and rather being open to experiences um, by that I mean positive experiences in multi-dimensional world and also being open to the understanding that people who are different in a way with people with physical disabilities or even what some have called physical vulnerabilities or developmental disorders are not people that are to be looked down upon and instead we are to learn from every individuals that we meet and I feel that this awakening more has to do with one's mindset and and that viewing the world as um, rather like a school mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you completely because I'm one of those people, you know, that grew up with what we would call, you know, a, a learning disability or being different, right? Being different. And what I've come to know, though, about those differences is the differences that seemed unacceptable in, in the society that I grew up in. Boy, they've been the bread and butter of my life today. You, you know, it's, it's really the world is now calling for us to be different, isn't it? Isn't it calling for us to be somewhat different? Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Just the very fact that, you know, we have completely plugged into technology in the way we have. It calls all of us to shift to a way of even showing up in the world, you know, showing up in a way that makes us and enables us to process so many different bits of information. Is this the pathway for us? Is this really an essential thing that must happen for us to be open to uh, multidimensional traveling? Yes, absolutely. And when when one when an individual comes to accept that there exists many, there exists various possibilities, various um, other even existences within our universe. One is also increasing one's, and also one is increasing one's consciousness through the process of meditation and calming the mind and using the positive power within them. What they're actually doing is they're opening themselves up, so to speak. Well, let's talk about this and much more when we come back. We're going to take a short break for everybody tuning in today. We've got copies of this great book to give out to you, The Multidimensional Traveler, Finding Togetherness, or How I Learned to Break the Rules, Physics, Sojourn Across, Dimensions and Time. Katika Go joining me here today. We'll be right back. Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com. 
Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention it's tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Radio. We Carry the Light with host Dr. Susan Allison is the show that inspires you to find the light within and shine your light in the world. You'll hear from guests who model how to be the highest, brightest, most evolved, fulfilled, and conscious humans possible. Tune in each Thursday, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and let Dr. Susan help you discover that you carry the unique light that only you can shine. Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. It's a dangerous love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me now Only thing Hey, everybody, welcome back. We have got copies of this book to give away. Uh, It has really been, for me, as I'm reading the book, there's so many things that I just got to talk to Katika about. I mean, you know, it's just, you know, when I'm thinking about this and I'm reading the book and I'm going through this and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I've never thought about that before. I've never thought about that before. And so before we jump ahead and she and I chat about this, I want to make sure we open up the phone lines, give a copy of the book away. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. If you've got a question, too, on what it means to be a multidimensional traveler, please let Benny know. He'll take your question. 1-800-930-2819. Love to give the first uh, first caller a copy of the book. Um, Wow. It's so great. It's so great to be chatting with you. Uh, Thank you so much, uh, Katika, for what you're taking out into the world, a conversation that you're having with people. I wanted to, to, to talk about a couple of things, but before I get to some of the details in the book, 
I would like to ask you about the subtitle of the book, if I could. Now, many people are thinking, yeah, I've heard of multidimensional traveling. But there's something that is in the subtitle of the book that I want to have a conversation with you about. So finding togetherness or how I learned to break the rules of physics. I would love to find out from you how you did that. I'd love for you to share that. Um, about the finding togetherness bit, or is it about the second subtitle, or both? <laughs> well, it's it's um, both. You can, it's both, but you could start with one. Absolutely. So, finding togetherness. Um, I find that together through my traveling um, multidimensionally. What I find is that togetherness is this positive force of energy that, or rather, a force that basically interconnects beings that vibrate in a very high and positive vibrational frequency. Many of us are connected to this aspect of togetherness, much like the forces of love and light. Togetherness in itself is also a force. So, actually, in a very ending of the book, and I want to spoil it um, for anyone, but in the last two right. chapters of the book itself, it's specifically dedicated to finding togetherness. Now, most people understand this force of togetherness or togetherness as what they deem as oneness, but it's a, it's, it's a bit of a twist in a very um, the last two chapters, and I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. the hint that I give is that we're all, um, we all, all of us exist energetically, and the maintenance of vibrational frequency connects us to this particular force called the force of togetherness. Um, in regard to the second subtitle, how I learned to break the rules of physics and so draw across dimensions and time, well, I suppose that's just an aspect of multidimensional traveling, which I'm uh, pleased if I may add that disabilities is within everyone, it's within everyone's reach. Everyone could do this as mm-hmm. long as they maintain positive thoughts and love and light within them. So, um, well, and the second subtitle is actually written by my publisher, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, written by your publisher, but I always believe that we're all so connected that, you know, the fact that the publisher did write that was picking up on something yet to be revealed or revealed within you. And, you know, so this is why I love to have these conversations. I mean, one of the things that I think, you know, I was really struck by um, you know, d- d- okay. So here's where I want to go with this. If you, if you could go with me, I was fascinated with a movie that came out not too long ago and, and not because of, oh, it's a great movie or because of the actress that played in it. I was really fascinated with the movie Lucy that came out and, you know, they could have gone in a lot of different directions with that. But what I was fascinated with was this notion of our abilities, humanity's true abilities. Uh, And so I wanted to ask you about this because I'm not sure, okay, I'm not sure that we really believe we can have what you have, you see? What have you discovered along the way? You know, and and if you do agree with me around this, what is it going to take for us to step into that? to step into that place of belief. I'm so sorry, but do you mind highlighting a bit about Lucy? Because I actually haven't seen it. So, you know, yeah, well, I'll, I'll give you the short, yeah, I'll give you the cliff notes, the short version. Lucy it was a, a film where Scarlett Johansson accidentally had um, this particular drug that increased the usage of our brain. And in her case, it increased it to 100%. And at 100%, she became consciousness. That's 
that's a long movie in a short period of time. But along the way, we got to see her evolution in a very short period of time in this movie as she moved through, you know, use, using more and more of her brain. You know, how she could control matter, how she could travel, how could she be at one place and then the next place without even blinking. And it was, it's a fascinating movie if you think about that uh, on the one hand. On the other hand, the question becomes, do we really believe in our ability to go beyond where we are today? Do we believe or do we sometimes look at people that have abilities as being different and unattainable for ourselves, you see? Well, firstly, um, I believe that that particular drug, um, metaphorically speaking, is actually yeah. the forces of love and light and positivity within you. I don't... Right. I, I, I completely disagree in the usage of physical drugs to achieve right. higher consciousness. So I believe that people could use the forces of love and light to raise their vibrational frequency in that they raise their consciousness, and that enables them to achieve what is beyond um, a normal or an average understanding of consciousness. Because this terminology itself, consciousness, is so limited mm -hmm. in our yeah. physical brain itself, in our physical definition, in our physical world. This term of consciousness is so cage and it's not broadly defined it's it's only within it's only accepted within the human concept the human physical brain and i feel and i strongly believe that in the future this um this definition of consciousness would actually be very much expanded on our understanding of our um our true essence that of the energetics and um, and it is actually when you think about it since our essence is that of the energetics what it's true that the Buddhist texts once say, all the ancient Buddhist texts, they all, um, they all talk about how what you think you create. That is very, very much true in the energetic world. Mm -hmm. And that it's very much related to your mind. And what you think and what you manifest, you create. Therefore, your mind has such an ability, has such power, that if you truly, truly believe that this power is really within you, and with dedication, with love and light, with the maintenance and the, the discipline of maintaining your a very high vibrational frequency and having enough love within you, you can expand this consciousness. So it, it is indeed um, an ability that each and every one of us have, but it's, it's a matter of how one raises one's consciousness and one has the dedication to do it. Yeah. You know, it's really fascinating, too. Uh, after I read your book, I really started to think about this. And and um, I don't know if you heard the last hour of the show, but I got to be around a room full of people this weekend uh, that truly were about love and light, changing the world through love and light. You know, and it was wonderful to be part of that. And then I had to step back and think about a couple of things you said in the book. And I, and I too, I'm not going to talk about the end of the book, but but. When I stepped away from it a, a little, that would be awful, wouldn't it? When I stepped away for a little bit and I thought about love and light and I thought about the people in the world, right? The people in the world that we think about when we say love and light, we know the names of those people, Mother Teresa. Why We can go on and on with the names of those people. And I wonder if... It's, it's a question mark of which came first. You know, 
did they create great things in the world and then become beings of love and light or did love and light enable them to become great people in the world despite their circumstances or their suffering and so you know i wanted to ask you about this this idea of love and light and the vibrational frequency that gets generated from this uh, and what it attracts. Absolutely. So the power of love and light increases your vibrational frequency that is very much connected to your mind. Now, in terms of positive thinking, that's very much interrelated. However, this forces of love and light is very much connected to the heart. Much We think that you know, just because the, the, the mind and the heart is in two different places. We think that they're not interrelated when they actually are very much interrelated with one another, especially when they're in synchrony with one another. You have the love and light within your heart and a positive thought within your mind. The, this actually creates a force that interconnects you to what we deem as consciousness. And that enables us to um, transcend human ways of thinking and transcend over what we deem to be um, physical existences, really. You know, this is really, for those of you out there, um, what I've, we have many copies of the book to give away. And uh, 1-800-930-2819, for those of you out there, not sure if the first copy is gone. Uh, but one of the things that, I, that I've read in the book that I want to talk about when we come back is energetic unity energetic unity you know that is such a fabulous fabulous phrase and about as a matter of fact it's a phrase i've not heard before energetic unity what does it what does it mean and how does each and every one of us how do we how do we operate in the world to create that connection to create that place First copy of the book we'd love to give away, 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back with the show. Hi, I'm Leslie Fontaine with Share Alchemy on Transformation Talk Radio, and here's your tip of the day. Standing in your power should be the greatest thing in the world. Why isn't it? When I ask you to bring an intention you have up before you, something so true and important to you, and you begin to shift toward it, you suddenly realize you're opening your heart and energy in a direction and turning your back on something else. They can be past choices, people, and circumstances you've tolerated for a very long time. In that moment, you do realize how truly powerful you are and that you can do this but you also realize you might risk something you're not certain you're ready to let go of. Let's give ourselves the gift of our own power. Let's learn to not be afraid of it. Join me on my new show, Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine, and visit me at lesliefontaine.com or call 678-665-3366. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeluceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. 
Join the Pacific Northwest EFT Tappers at the 5th Annual Tappers Gathering, March 14th at Bastyr University, and have a chance to meet EFT founder Gary Craig. This event raises money for continuing EFT tapping scientific research. Bring your cards and information for a full day of networking and inspiration. Visit www.nwtappersgathering.com or call 360-661-6877. Tune in to the Angels and Answers Psychic Radio Show with Clairvoyance Artie Hoffman and Sky Siegel every Thursday for a two-hour show, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. Artie and Sky deliver spiritual and motivational messages with passion and a sense of humor. Call in 800-930-2819 for live and on-air readings. Visit ArtieHoffman.com and SkyOfAngels.com. A retreat to open your senses and heal your energy. Join Lynn Brown and Wendy Wolf for Amazing Astra Allies, April 30th through May 2nd in the beautiful Methow Valley. Open to more of your astral experiences. Learn intentional dreaming and receive astral body healings in this serene setting. This retreat is almost full. To register now or learn more, call 206-931-7356 today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Wow. It's so great to have you joining us here today. You know what? Let's give another copy of the book away. Um, And thanks to my incredible guest here joining us on the show. Uh, Katika Go is the author of The Multidimensional Traveler. Uh, Finding Togetherness or How I Learned to Break the Rules of Physics and Sojourn Across Dimensions and Time. And, you know, for those of you out there, I'm just going to tell you up front, there is... Uh, there is a teeny weeny bit of what's covered in this book that we're going to be able to talk about on the show. The rest of this will wow you. And so I'm going to leave a lot of this up for those of you listening to go ahead and, and find out more about this. But, you know, today what I wanted to at least have a conversation about was a few things in the book that I found kind of intriguing to me. Uh, you know, Katika, thank you so much for today. I, I'm so interested in a couple of the different things that I think will help bridge the gap here uh, in our understanding. One of them is what you refer to as energetic unity. And I've, I've heard people talk about unity and I've heard people talk about energy. But energetic unity, that seems like the ticket for us. That seems like the thing that we really could use a lot more of. Would you please talk to that and talk about how you came to be aware of this? Sure. Um, yeah. You know, when people ask me, how can I achieve multidimensional traveling? Or what can I do to achieve multidimensional traveling? And, and you know, I wish that I could give them a really, really complicated um, a really complicated <laughs> step on how they could do this or even a practical book on how they could do it. But if I do that, I'm just attending to their, what I term the physical brain, which is very much driven by logics and um, a whole lot of information. It's not really like a step-by-step process. It is actually as simple as I have written in the book itself on achieving um, energetic unity, really. It's as simple as that, that what energetic unity really is, is that it's very much interrelated to what we 
what we know as synchronicity and what um, I had actually spoken previously about. Energetic unity is achieved when the mind and the heart is very much at par with one another, with a lot of love within one's heart and positive thoughts, maintaining that positive thoughts, because that's the most important thing, the maintenance of it all and the love and light within your heart. And when those two are in synchrony with one another, what we achieve is energetic unity. And what we, when we think of energetic unity, we could also think of it as harmony, which is the basis yeah. of how this universe functions, that everything around us exists in harmony. And even the existences of the different dimensions exist in what we, t- what we term as harmony itself. And this energetic unity, when we when our heart is very much harmonized and in synchrony with our mind, uh, one's consciousness is elevated, which enables one to transcend what we term um, beyond what we, what we know as time mm-hmm. and space. You know, I mean, part of this is also looking at and, and not looking. I mean, you know, what I love about this is, is really going through this and reading this. And, you know, I, I want to ask you a question. You know, something for me really uh, came up in reading the book. I don't know if this is true for people, but, you know, I was reading information on your website, which I'm going to give out to everybody in a minute. And I was really struck by a couple of things. You know, most of my life, people have said that I'm from another planet. You know, even in corporate performance reviews, just so you know, uh, people have said to me and written in my performance review that I'm from another planet. And I used to be offended by that. But, you know, now I'm thinking it's kind of cool. What do you think? I think it's really cool. (laughs) I think it's very, very cool. Um, Which which reminds me again um, with what you brought up earlier and that – you know, children who are regard people regard as being different. It's kind of yeah. very easy, isn't it, to see who the odd ones out. I mean, yes. are who yeah. are not from here or not from um, uh, basically who's who's the odd one out and who's not from here. It's, it's very easy to differentiate that, and, and that's why um, children with what we term as developmental disabilities or even such really, really um, fascinate me. Well, you know, let's talk about some of this fascination. I told you before that there are a couple of things in the book that hit me. One of them was the conversation or the invitation that you have in the book when you talk about water. And you talk about, you know, this, and and I didn't really think about it like this, but water takes on a sense of things, a certain energy, a certain life force, a certain vibration. But you, you talk about the bond with water. And I would love for you to share what you say about it, because, boy, I thought you were talking about me. See, nobody really understood why I moved from the East Coast, my life there, to Seattle. And I didn't really understand it. And then I read what you wrote about this and it made sense to me. You know, tell me about the precious nature of water and what you've written about why some of us are attracted to it. Sure. Um, in the energetic world, so over here we, we see water as basically something that sustains life, something that um, basically is an essential to our physical life itself. And that's how we see it in the physical. But in the energetic world, the way water functions, water is an element that really enhance and, and really magnify vibrational frequencies. Again, it really, really, it works as, as I've said, it's, it's like, um, it's like a, it's, it's, it's like, um, it's like a 
you could you could think of it as like a a, a medium that really yeah. really really enhance your vibrational frequency that really mm-hmm. increases it and even even in the nature in the energetic you um it's not really like um the way we see water as being it being in a physical form um mm-hmm. when we think of water in an energetic form we think about its capabilities in the energetic form and the way it transcends in this physical is that we hear it and just being near it we don't know why we're we're very much, we feel good. I mean, I, I love it when it rains because I feel yeah. that it really, really um, raises my vibrational frequency. Mm-hmm. And in the energetic world, planets that exist um, in the basis of love and light are composed of this element of water because it really enhances vibrational frequency. It blocks um, electromagnetic frequency that are very much um, a harm to our um, true essence that of the energetics and water is also an element that was actually the, utilized by uh, previous civilizations that I wrote in the book that I am um, that I truly have the highest regard for the mm-hmm. civilization of the Minoans it's actually depicted in all of their artworks the way they use mm. water to enhance their energetic frequency it's and um, that's why I I really really have the highest regard as well for um, the beings that we know um, that currently exists in our physical world that we call dolphins. It's really fascinating to me you're talking about this because guess what? You know, I don't know about the folks out there. If you've ever watched, you know, some rituals of passings, rites of passage, death is considered a rite of passage in some cultures. You know, it's fascinating whether it's true or not about how they go about it. We always see them put this, you know, have this amazing amazing ritual that ends up in one of two ways, right? One is either fire and the other one, water. And some cultures have water and fire together. And I've always been fascinated by that, about what is it that we know at 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 a deep level of consciousness about these elements, right? But have not been able to really fully embrace you know, you see what I'm saying? It's like we seem to know what we don't know, but don't know what to do with it. I think that's where we're kind of stuck. What would you say about that? We're a little stuck about this. Um, absolutely. I completely agree with you. And people are actually very much aware of, um, of the qualities of water. For example, when mm-hmm. even, even when they do um, something that they're not supposed to be doing, and then they always try to rinse themselves with water. That's the first thing they do. People are actually very much subconsciously aware of the their own energetic nature and also the capabilities and abilities when they're around water itself. So in, it's, it's in every single culture, and even right now in the so-called modern culture amongst right. us, I mean, people always go uh, utilize the element of water when they try to rid something nasty, I mean, happenings that are nasty. It's, it's kind of like a purification ritual, the way they see it. And even when they are with their loved ones, the way they want to enhance um, the love and light within them, they always take their loved ones to, for for example, a walk by the beach. Or mm-hmm. people have water, water fountains in their home. They're unconsciously um, aware of such things. And I, I completely, but I completely agree with what you say, most certainly. Uh huh. Well, you know, actually, you you know, you you say this so beautifully in here. I I have to really ask you about a couple of things before. I mean, this hour is just just 
crazily jumping by. You know, I I went through the book and and there were many, many things which I thought this is really awesome to me. And then I get to the chapter which totally intrigued me and was surprised about it. And at first, not pleasantly surprised, but then I started to read it. And it's what you've written about deception. I did not see this coming, honestly. <laughs> and yet, when I went through and I read this, it was like, oh, but of course. And I wanted you to talk a little bit about this because y- you and I both know that if I went and got a book called The Multidimensional Traveler, I would not expect to see a conversation in the book about deception. And I would love for you to talk about the relationship between deception and the multidimensional traveler in our abilities. Sure. Um, most people think that, some, or some people think that, once they achieve what we term as multidimensional traveling, um, they, they, they believe that, oh, any beings that they um, communicate with is always positive because that's really what they wish and that's how they see it, that they're, um, they're, that they're seeing things from a one-sided point of view, that they view everything as being good and everything. And I feel that this is a chapter that I must um, in- include or have included yeah. because I feel must. And uh, that this, very, very much like a physical world, even in an energetic world, there exist many different dimensional existences. Mm-hmm. And being able to discern your experiences through what we term as sensation and intuition through, um, through um, connecting within our heart is very much a must. When it comes to traveling and when it comes to communicating with beings in the energetic world, um, you don't discern through your mind thinking, oh, um, you know, um, so-and-so say that these beings are good, so they must be good. Mm-hmm. And instead, to seek within your heart for every single experiences that you've experienced or every single information that you receive, you seek within your heart, for example, is this, is this yeah. truly a positive experience? Is this truly a positive being that I am communicating with? You feel it within yeah. your heart. If you have any sort of doubt, then then it's, 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 it's most likely that you're not uh, communicating with a positive being. So it's very, very important that you um, discern because some people, they... Um, they do. Uh, they they travel multidimensionally, and they yeah. meet. They have very various encounters, and then they just accept every single information that they receive, and then give it to others. And that others that are healthily questioning on what's really going on in our world, or even of the energetic world, and in that, um, what they're actually doing is that they're creating this um, web of misunderstanding within our uh, physical world itself. So it's very mm-hmm. very important that. Um, when you when you travel, that you learn to discern your experiences. Mm, I love this. I love this. This is the cool. This is so cool. I'm so glad you're joining. We actually have one of our listeners that would love to ask you a question, Mr. Benny. David from Mercer Island, welcome to the show. What's up? Hey, David. How hey, can we help you on? here today? Well, you guys have brought up a lot of interesting topics. My question has to do actually. There's, there's, there's now two questions that have come to mind. First, about love okay. and light. Mm-hmm. Now, does that action of love that a person does or his light, is it, if he does it unconsciously or consciously, is there a difference in the magnitude of light that's done? Wow, that's a great a question. Conscious- yeah. 
Let, yeah. A, a conscious act of loving, does, does even an unconscious act of loving, sort of a good deed or something, uh, also yeah. create a positive vibration? Yeah, hold that thought. Let's. Let, what What do you think? What do you think um, about that, Katika? What do you think? Dr. Pat, I'm so sorry, but could you please repeat the question? Because the, uh, Absolutely. the voice is really, really Yeah, David's got uh, it. Low, David's question. Yeah, David's question is really kind of cool. It's like, okay, there are conscious acts of love and light, and then there are unconscious acts of love and light, right? And his question is, do both carry the same energetic weight? David, did I get that right pretty much? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Okay. Could you define further what you um, deem as unconscious love and conscious love, please? Yeah, I was going to ask that well, question too, yeah. Well, I would <laughs> say, I mean... A love is an action that's done on another being in a way that is to, for maybe their better interest. But let's say a husband and a wife relationship, where the husband okay. is just un- un- emptying the garbage. Rather than doing it consciously, we're saying, well, I'm doing this act to increase my love for my wife, so I'll go empty the garbage. But she right. just does it. Right. In a sense uh, of a good deed. Yeah, like a, a kindness. Yeah, a kindness. Right. But do, or, wouldn't you or agree, he's consciously though? consciously aware that his love uh-huh. and his light will be ex- uh, exemplified or mag- his magnitude will be increased by the amount mm. of conscious energy he puts into it. Wow, this is a really good question because I think the question, you know, that you're asking is, you know, if if there is a, quote, thought about the act, Right. Which, which I hear yeah. you, David, referring to consciousness, a thought. If there is a thought, mm-hmm. you know, I should take out the garbage because my wife is going to like me better today versus you just take out the garbage, right? You just yeah. do it. Is there a difference? And boy, you know, Katika, what would you say about that? I know what my, I know what my thought is about that. <laughs> Well, th- thank you so much for the question, David. Um, yeah, I feel great. that when it comes to um, love, or rather um, love in a sense that you describe, what really matters is, even though you do, yes, the intention does certainly mo- mostly matters, but it mostly has to do with the feeling, right. the amount of love you feel when you actually do it for her, or when you do things, unconscious love or conscious love. It's, it's, the, it's the feelings within her. However... Making somebody happy in that you're also spreading what we deem as positivity and love and light. Thus, in that sense, I feel that love, that I see love, the force of love, in a more general understanding, that any act that would produce or would even expand the so-called force of, forces of love and light or even of positivity is very much something that will also um elevate your own vibrational frequency mm-hmm. yeah so just, i never so thought just the action d- itself yeah yeah you know david i never thought in a million years when i started this 13 years ago and had uh-huh. an awareness to do a positive show i mean and you i don't know if you i don't know how old you are but if you go back 13 years there wasn't really much positive radio period anywhere about anything and no. there was a handful of us and actually a couple of them still on this station that for whatever reason, we knew this is something we had to do. I'll tell you what I didn't get, for, didn't understand about that. I didn't understand that my life would change positively 
you know, I didn't have that level. I, I didn't make that connection at that time that by doing something that my heart felt was absolutely perfect to do, complete alignment, never, never second guess myself. I, I actually didn't second guess myself until later on. But I, but my life changed and continues to change in ways that I don't even understand. I really don't. You know, so this sort of segues to my next question, mm-hmm. actually. Sure. And you can touch on this if you want. But she talked, she talked about the mind and the heart being aligned. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm studying a book called The Tanya. It's a Hasidic Jewish book that was put out years ago. But mm-hmm. it talks about... How how does one align the heart and the mind? You know, because we're talking question. about deception and the heart, mm-hmm. and decept the heart can be naturally deceiving. So those beings that a person's interacting with might be touching on that deceptive part of the heart. But how does one align the heart and the mind? Or I guess the do- doctor Pat, you could say too, because your heart and your mind were to to put put out a positive show. But how yeah, does I one know. get those yeah. two aligned? I, I I'm going to hand this to. Katika first to handle, and then we'll go to me, because I can't wait to hear your answer. Come on. <laughs> um, uh, Dr. Pat, I'm so sorry. I, I think there's something wrong with the um, sounding system. Do you mind um, repeating David's yeah, question? Repeat it. it's very, yeah, very I, yeah I, I, think, ben, you, I think we probably have to turn David up. But here's, here it is. You ready? He's asking, how do we align our heart and mind? And, you know, what he's talking about, what David, what you were talking about was about the alignment of heart and mind. How do we do that? You know, is there a, is there a conscious connection for us to learn how to do that? Or, you know, David, if you don't mind, I'd like to ask a, a, an additional question around that. Are we born with that? And have we learned to disconnect our heart and our mind? So he's asking how do we do it? How do we bring this in one? Because he was listening to what you had shared earlier. Ah, I see. Thank you so much, yeah. David, for the wonderful question. Thank you. It's a great question. Yeah. You see, the heart and the mind, though both are very much interrelated to the energetic body, um, is currently, unfortunately, strategically placed in two separate physical um, physical. Um, physical anatomy. One is within our brain and one is within our heart. And then in this separation, we view it um, in our physical understanding as two separate entities. And that's really what what causes um, a disconnection between the two. And what we need to do is we need to start viewing it as two, 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 um, two things that are essential in order to create uh, what we term as synchronicity or, or even energetic unity, we have to stop seeing the void within them or the separation. And in that, we understand that our energetic body itself is very much composed of the energetic fuel, which is located within your heart, very much the heart, the love within you, and the mind, which is your vibrational frequency. You have to see that as together at first. And we cannot, we have to stop seeing things in terms of the physical understanding if we wish to achieve what we term as energetic unity or even be open to the energetic possibilities or even our own true potentials. And thank you so much, David, for the wonderful question. Yeah, David, thank you. Thank you. Do you have another? It's it's me? clear to me you're thinking about this and contemplating this quite a bit. No, because, yeah, like I said about the book, the Tanya, by the 
by uh, Stearns yeah. and Zalman. Yeah. He talks about the two the two entities and trying to get the one, the natural evil one, to be turned into good. Right. And so I'm con- I'm trying to contemplate that. I mean, his there he's talking in a whole different Kabbalistic level. So I'm trying to figure right. out on the physical level how that works. And um, my other thing to mention is that. You know, in Judaism, they have the mikvah, a way of ritual purity before even engaging in, in multiple of things. So I'm wondering if the water itself has a way of, of bringing the mind and the body closer to one each other. Wow, the water. That, see, he asked the question that I was talking to you about earlier, about water, about, you know, water being a conduit to bring the heart and the mind closer together. You know, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is going to be here, but I'll tell you for me. Moving across the country is exactly what happened to me. You know, I became open to more creativity in my life, uh, more love in my life, uh, a different way of being that it's just hard to explain with a left brain answer, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Wow. Thank you, David. Thank you so much. Oh, thank what a great guys. show. Uh, Katika, thank you for joining me. Could, tell people how they can get a copy of the book and how they can find out more about you. Well, I have a website. It's called www.thetogetherness.com, or you could get a copy of the book at Amazon or even at your nearest Barnes & Noble. Wow. And yes, when you go to the book, you know, uh, excuse me, when you go to the website, everybody go to the togetherness.com. When you go there, you're going to be able to find out more uh, about what uh, is been talked about here today. And if you've missed any part of the show, you certainly can uh, listen to it later. I have one last question. What's your personal message? What do you want to leave everybody with today? What's the message? And thank you. Thank, thank you so much for inviting me. Um, well, my current message is that when, 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 when one finds it incredibly, incredibly difficult to connect to, um, you know, because of one's environment does not allow one to feel the love and light within them, and let's say the mind itself is being a little bit out of control, um, I w- the message that I wish to give is that look within your heart, for you will find the answers within your heart. <sighs> I love it. Thank you so much for sharing this message, and thank you for doing all that you do. Thank you so much for everything, and thank you for doing what you do, Dr. Pat. Thank you. Awesome. I hope you'll come back. Benny, thank you for pushing all the right buttons. Wow. Uh, And uh, everybody out there, David, awesome questions. I want to just wish all of you. Yeah, David, awesome. I want to thank you guys, and we'll see you next time.
Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention it's tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. We Carry the Light with host Dr. Susan Allison is the show that inspires you to find the light within and shine your light in the world. You'll hear from guests who model how to be the highest, brightest, most evolved, fulfilled, and conscious humans possible. Tune in each Thursday, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and let Dr. Susan help you discover that you carry the unique light that only you can shine. Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-6463. 
mind.